Welcome to another episode of Too Many Men. I'm Tony Pekinich. Alongside me here, as always, Zach Riley. Oh, yeah. And back from his hiatus, John Gallietta. What's up, everyone? And oh, we add John and we lose Trish. No Trish yet. <laughs> no Trish today. We're, we basically lost a net of yeah. 140 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, well, no, Kyle's here, yes. so we've actually gained about 40. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm not bigger than Trish. The carpet footprint is up, everyone. No, but would you say you and John are bigger than Trish? Uh, I had like two how pounds. You, how, how much do you weigh? weigh? Uh, like one one forty. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like two thirty. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, we gained eh, like that. that's three seventy. Well, what's Trish? Oh, he says he's two sixty. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, back to sports. Back, back to, to sports. Sports. Sports, sports, sports. For the most part. <laughs> yeah, as much as we can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's start off with the ice. Oh, nice, Zach. That's my bad. Yeah. Let's start off with hockey. Today was the Winter Classic. Oh, Same yeah. team plays in it every year, the Chicago Blackhawks. It was at Notre Dame Stadium in South Bend, Indiana. Bruins have been in a lot, too, though. They've been in three? Yeah, I think, it was, three. I think yeah. it was three. It's the same four or five teams every year. So. Why don't they... Ex- Huge don't fan they of the Winter Classic. Oh, yeah. I think it's dope how they play outside. Was it snowing this year? No, it no, was I like not. when it snows. Yeah, it was like 30-something. Like 30 I, I like when the goalies put the uh, winter hats over their helmets. Yeah, that's... They do they that? Didn't, they yeah, they do, do that. that. They did? Yeah, no, they one goalie did it in warm-ups, though. Oh, really? But I feel like that's a little unnecessary. It's definitely it's, unnecessary. But it's just, they it's take a piece thing. of double-sided tape, they put it on their helmet, and then just go... <laughs> yeah. So, the Bruins played the Blackhawks today, and the Bruins ended up winning 4-2. It was 3-2, and then they ended up empty netter at the end. Now, you have some analysis on this game. I, I do. Uh, give us your take on it. I thought it was a great game. Very close. Shots were pretty even, 35-38. to 38. Uh, Both goalies are pretty wide. I thought it was cool that Chicago, none of their uh, what's it called, veterans that have been in several Winter Classics, have, they did not score. It was two rookies and second-year players that are 22 and 23 years old. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, what, are you okay? Yeah. You okay. furball? Yeah, furball. <laughs> so, this uh, the Blackhawks were hot coming into this game. They just won six of the last seven, something like that. Really starting to pick it up since they started the year slow. Yeah, they're 15-20. They, they, they fired their head coach in November. And they uh, Chicago really just couldn't – they scored the opening goal. I mean, it was pretty even throughout the whole game. Yeah, but the they, whole sco- game they scored the opening goal. But First two goals. Yeah. No, no, it was 1-1. 1-1, 2-1. Yeah. But they really just couldn't get anything going when it came to it. The, their offense wasn't on the whole game. I, I know one of their goals was a power play goal. Yes, it was. But there was no sustained offense 5-on-5, five five, and they took way too many penalties. Yeah, it was a... Uh... There was a 5-on... There was a 4-on-3, there was a 5-on-3, and then there was another power play right after that. That was... either I think that was yeah. early in the third... Total penalties, yeah, they both they were eleven or no, sorry, nine total penalties in the game for the Bruins or all together. All together, you have Bruins game. penalty minutes Bru- on there. Uh, penalty minutes the Bruins had eight and Blackhawks had ten. So the Blackhawks actually ended up taking more penalties uh, than the Bruins, which yeah. Bruins also blocked. Uh, but a lot of the penalties that, that were taken were by by Boston were self inflicted really, but it didn't even really hurt them because it's when. They were already on the power play, and they would take another penalty. They'd make it 4-on-4. Four four. But no harm, no foul. They end up winning the game 4-2. It was close up until the last 40 seconds when uh, 
Brad Marchand netted the empty net goal to really seal the game. That was with 40 seconds left in the third period. So up until then, one goal game. Who scored the game-winning goal for the Bruins? What was his name? Because um, it, it wasn't a Marchand, it wasn't a Bergeron, even though they both had goals today. Uh, well, yeah, Marchand had the empty netter, but I think the final goal was Pasternak. No, he didn't. He didn't have the game winner. Um, well, with the game, the game winner, the third one, the yeah, fourth one was scored by Marshawn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the third one was uh, scored by Curley. Oh yeah, Curley. 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 Yeah. Not your typical goal scorer. Fourth lines ruled this game today. Uh, two goals from the fourth line from Chicago and oh yeah, one and was, from Boston. I was looking. Uh, I have the total goals for uh, the two uh, rookie or not rookies, but the one rookie that scored. Their total goals altogether for the season this year is eight. Yeah, they stepped they, up they stepped on the up bigger stage. So this is always a fun event every year, and the players seem to enjoy it. Fans seem to enjoy it. We have one more outdoor game yeah, this year. Say, they do a few more, don't they? There's one more this year. The Pittsburgh plays Philadelphia. They're always like, is it always like the same teams? Yeah, more or like less. Core, yeah, like core right. eight teams. When, it, when it comes to outdoor NHL games, it's always either the the Flyers. Penguins, Bruins, Rangers, and Blackhawks. I've seen, yeah, well, sometimes Buffalo. the Capitals, sometimes I thought, Buffalo. I thought the Devils won. Yeah. The Devils have had one. The but Kings that was, have had I don't one. Think that was a winter classic. No, I'm that just, was I'm just, just talking outdoor, outdoor game. games altogether. Oh, okay. There have been many teams that have played in them, but the Blackhawks have played in six. The Penguins have played in five. The Red Wings have played in four, and the Canadians have played in four, and the Rangers have played in four, and the Flyers have played in four. And then the Bruins, Maple Leafs, and Capitals have all played in three. And then other, then after that, you got a whole bunch of teams, you know. Devils, Islanders, Sharks, they played at Dodger Stadium. Oh, yeah. The Kings. I never really understood why they would do that in, like, L.A. Oh, in L.A., yeah. Because they can. That's the only reason. No, I understand It's a, that. just a money grab. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like... Yeah. I feel like it's cooler, like, when it's... Cold out. So and the, when you're the in, like, experience. the middle of Boston. Yeah. The, the next outdoor game this season is at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia between the Penguins and Flyers. The Battle of the Keystone State That's be a good game. goes outside... Hopefully. Penguins are wearing yellow, I think, and the oh, really? Flyers are wearing black. That's so. tight. That is tight. The Steelers. And the uh, NHL also announced today uh, where their outdoor games will be next year. There will be two. I No, there are going to be three next year. Uh, the Heritage Classic, Classic on October 26, uh, 2019, between the Calgary Flames and Winnipeg Jets. Seems to be the same two teams every year for the Heritage Classic. Mm. Calgary is always in it, in it, and they usually only play... Uh, Winnipeg or Montreal. Then they also announced where the next Winter Classic is going to be on next year on New Year's Day. It's going to be at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. So we might see a uh, a challenger not really used to the outdoor scene because they already announced it's not going to be the Blackhawks next yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I see here. Bettman said that Boston and the Blackhawks will not be. Yeah, so uh, at least they're not going back to back years with it. So you might see like a um, a Nashville. Yeah, Vegas. I've heard, uh, Vegas here. would be a, a, an option, and they're not playing at Cowboy Stadium. They're playing at the Cotton Bowl. Mm. It's gonna sell well, out. Isn't the Cowboys? Isn't that a dome? Right. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah but they. they get, well, it is yeah, they have played outdoor games in uh, stadiums with domes. Yeah, I still feel like it'd be. I still yeah. feel like it'd be better yeah. off if it was actually an outdoor. And the Cotton Bowl's a big venue too. Yeah. It's not like it's like small or anything. Yeah, eighty thousand. That'd be that'd be like. Um, That'd be like if you go out to LA, that'd be like going like the Rose Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a huge venue and it's very famous. So, I think the top team I've seen three... Ann, I see Ann Arbor here as well. And then I see yeah, Buffalo. They... Well, that was, that's past games. That's not oh, next year. It? Yeah. Ann Arbor was the Winter Classic in 2014 between the oh, yeah. Maple Leafs and Red Wings. 
Oh, yeah, it was given That currently holds the record for the highest attendance at a hockey game. It's like 106,000, 111,000. That's crazy. Yeah. So the Cotton Bowl will be uh, hosting the 2020 Winter Classic. The Dallas Stars are the home team. They have yet to announce the away team, but safe to assume it will be a Western Conference team. Guessing a. I'd like to see Vegas. I'd like to see Nashville. I'd like to see Vegas. I'd like to see them play Minnesota because they're from Minnesota. That's where they moved from. That'd be tight. Yeah, that would be tight. You could have the Stars wear the old star jerseys from the 90s and you could have uh, the wild wear the north star jerseys and that'd be that'd be a cool contest to see then there's a one stadium series game next year which is really a drawback from that one year they had three or four of them because mm. they felt like that was too much they felt like it really diluted the uh, appeal of an outdoor hockey yeah. game it's the stadium series game this is going to be a cool one uh colorado avalanche of the home team it's at falcon stadium at the united states air force academy oh wow that's us let's do they played one last year at the naval academy the yeah, capitals played that. no they should do they should do it like um remember that one basketball game that was played they put on an aircraft carrier yeah imagine they did it with that'd a be awesome game? that'd be sick so i don't know how many people you'd really well i guess it would only be for the troops like that's what i'm saying yeah. that's why yeah. it'd be cool but the basketball game on the aircraft carrier like that's kind of wild. That was awesome, yeah. I mean, it's not like the aircraft carrier was, like, moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. but still to do it. It was still for... in port. You know, it's still cool. It's still, yeah, it's awesome, still awesome. Yeah. So, and what I that... noticed here is there's other games tonight, too. I didn't know they would have yeah, other games besides not... the Winter Classic. They don't, they don't put them on the... Well, one second. We'll get to that in a second. That's at the Air Force Academy in Colorado, Falcon Stadium. The Colorado Avalanche are the home team. They have yet to announce an away team. I think the... Obvious choice there is their biggest rival, which is Detroit. The uh, rivalry stems back from the 90s. You got Detroit, uh, maybe in Nashville, maybe in Edmonton. I like to say Edmonton. Anaheim or Phoenix. Mm. So there's really a, a large amount of options they can go with. We'll probably find out when the schedule comes out in, in July. Or they might make an announcement before that. But the Winter Classic wasn't the only hockey game on today. There were more. Well, there's they haven't played yet, but there yeah, are there more. are going to be more today. Uh, three games today, including the Winter Classic. Philly takes on Nashville at 8.30, and the Kings take on Vegas at 9 o'clock. Philly's uh, has come back down to earth here since Carter Hart first got called up. Mm. He won his first two games, I believe, and the Blue Jackets had their way with him, really. I think this is uh, going to be Nashville tonight. Shouldn't be much. It's in Nashville, right? Uh, yes, yeah. it is in Nashville. So I don't think Flyers are on a three-game losing streak as well. Yeah, I think that's going to continue. But Nashville won one of their last uh, five. Yeah, yeah but even a losing hard. Nashville team has more firepower than even a, a Flyers team that would be on a ten-game winning streak. I would they still... they lost to the uh, Flyers as well on uh, the twentieth, December twentieth. Okay. But that was in Philly. That's a different yeah, atmosphere. This is in Nashville, and I'm, I'm going to give it to Nashville. Then the interesting one tonight, really, is the Kings versus Vegas. This is one of those games on ESPN Plus if you have the uh, subscription. This is interesting. Kings have been in a slump basically the whole year, and um, they're starting to come on lately. A few wins. Dustin yeah, Brown had a nice overtime goal five. a few nights ago. And was that last night they won? Yeah, they, they won last night. Overtime, beat, right? Uh, I Phoenix? think it was. No, Colorado. Oh, okay. Colorado in overtime. Because uh, yeah, it was Dustin Brown. So, Kings have been close to the bottom for most of the season and they're starting to come on lately. Vegas seems to always have trouble with LA for some reason. Yeah. It doesn't really matter the record ex- aside from that playoff series. Phoenix uh, Vegas has had trouble with LA. 
Well, Vegas won the last time, four to one yeah. on the 29th. But I think they've lost. I think they played two games against each other this season, and I think it's one and one. Yeah. So we'll see. It's in Vegas. Um, I give the advantage to the Knights because the Kings played home. at home, and the Kings played last night in Colorado. So that's was it in uh, Colorado? Uh, yes, it was in. Yeah, Colorado. that's tough to play two road games on back-to-back nights. So I give it to the to Vegas. A few more notes around the league. Uh, Devils put MVP Taylor Hall on injured reserve retroactive to the 23rd. With? Lower body injury. Why aren't they specific with their injuries? They don't, they don't want to, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like it's more of just like a yeah, but NHL's, precautionary thing. NHL is the only sport that is not very well, no, specific. Football, well, no, football. The, the New England Patriots most, do it all the time. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of sports I see a lot that. of uh, injury reports, though, that do show... You know, it's not just lower body. It's like, oh, he has like a right yeah, knee. Yeah, they, they, or... they, spe- they specify it's like a leg or something. Yeah. So the Devils put him on IR with a lower body injury. Retroactive to the 23rd, so he can come off IR whenever he wants. He's basically just on there to free up a roster spot to get a player going. Edmonton Oilers make a slew of trades the other day. They trade away Jake Kajula. They bring in Brandon Manning. This this could be another one of those bonehead moves by general manager Peter Sorelli. Who Wait, made, you think so? He's made a... I don't know how he still has his job. After the Taylor Hall trade for Adam Larson, yeah, that was... and then having Taylor Hall win Most Valuable Player, I don't understand how he still has his job after that. They brought in a new coach, and apparently that's all... straight-up trade, right, with Larson? Yeah, it was just one for one. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. The Jets' <laughs> the Jets Flames outdoor game will be in Regina, Saskatchewan in <laughs> 2019. October of it. Where, where is it? Regina. <laughs> I don't know if you did. Did you watch the pregame to the Winter Classic? I did not. It was cool because they they had all the Boston and Chicago players walk out from the the library at Notre Dame, walk around, and walk back into the oh, stadium. Really? It was cool. It was That's a good dope. scene. I feel like that was a kind of electric atmosphere too. Yeah, yeah. Itself. I mean, it was. There's not much that compares to that event, especially in the world of hockey. It's basically second to playoff hockey, the Winter Classic. Bufflin's out with a lower body. Uh, Bufflin, injury. Bufflin's out four to six weeks with a, a leg injury, I believe it is now. I believe they've said it's a leg injury because uh, he wasn't he wasn't able to put any weight on it last week. That's mm. going to be a big loss for them going down the stretch. But I I still think to be able to at least hold at least their top three spot in the oh, division, definitely. and that they when they get him back it will be help and they should finish with home ice advantage in the playoffs for the first round. Mackenzie Blackwood. Amazing. Rookie back-to-back shutouts. First goal to do that since John Gibson, who did it three years ago on the exact same day, the 29th and 31st. On the Devils' side of it since Brodeur. So. Yeah. Uh, some jersey updates for the next season. Anaheim's getting a third jersey for next year. Boston's getting a third jersey. Sabres getting a third jersey. Sabres also turned 50 in 2020. But, uh, Happy they probably, birthday, Sabres. Probably won't celebrate it until the 2020-2021 season. Sabres. Hurricanes are getting their jerseys redesigned. They might do away with their white jersey altogether. Really? Yeah, it might go with like a grayish or something. They might just wear red on the road. They also wore those Whalers jerseys. A few nights Like last yeah, week. Yeah. Those were nice. Blackhawks are getting new home and road jerseys, though it's expected to be nothing major. Maybe just a change in the collar. Avalanche get a new Stadium Series jersey, and this will be the 25th season. Next season will be the 25th season from their move from Quebec. No real changes from Columbus, although a 20th anniversary is coming up, but they probably won't celebrate until the year after. Stars have a Winter Classic coming up, so they'll probably get a New Jersey, probably a throwback. Mm. Maybe maybe an alternate. 
that we'll see. Uh, Red Wings get their first third jersey in their history. The Oilers get a new third jersey. Who knows what that's going to be? They just got a new one. Yeah. They got the blue one because they were orange at home. Now they might switch it back up. Who knows? Florida Panthers get a new jersey, their first uh, jersey with the redesigned logo. Although the talk around is going to be the old Panther jumping logo. Really? I, li- I love with that With the logo. blue jersey. Great logo. Minnesota's getting a third jersey. Uh, Montreal, no jersey or expect- no changes are expected. Nashville getting a third jersey. Probably going to go back to the blue one. Oh, I third. love those blue jerseys. Those are nice. Uh, the Rangers are getting a third jersey. I can see it being the same one they wore in the Winter Classic last year. Oh, what are you? The, uh, the one that says New York mm-hmm. with the little shield up in the top right that yep. has the NY. Uh, the Senators are getting a third jersey. Could be a possible rebrand. Are they going to start bringing back year? more throwback jerseys next year? It, I know they did that for a lot of teams this year. It, we're seeing a lot of anniversaries come up in uh, the next two seasons, so you might see them. Ottawa was supposed to have a jer- uh, logo redesign, but they're a mess, and they're actually not redesigning their jersey or their logo next season. Uh, Seattle, we should expect to see this year a name, a yeah. jersey design maybe early next year. St. Louis, also announced today, will host the next All-Star game in 2020. Oh, really? really? Yeah. It's, um... No, Sa- is the NHL All-Star game, like, I don't know. Is it, like, competitive? Like, they actually try It's a no? It's a three-on-three tournament between the four divisions, and the winning team gets a million dollars. Three-on-three? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, the only last real competitive all-star game was debate was that yeah. would be, and yeah. they went away with If they that. played for more money, I bet it'd be competitive. And all I, that I money usually like, ends up getting donated anyway, except for that one year John Scott bought him in advance with his money. I feel like a big motivation for a lot of players, uh, at least in the MLB, playing hard in the all-star game is because it's for home field advantage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the NFL is never competitive because it. Yeah, it's a joke. Really. Nothing. And so, then in the NBA, it's just like. Joke. 2020, there's no defense in any of it. Comes to the Gateway City. Pretty sure last year's All-Star game scored like 20 points, right? What? In the hockey. It was three different games, though. Oh, yeah. That's, we know you say right. three-on-three is it like... It's a three-on-three tournament. I'm saying, like, so how do they determine the goalies? It's it's all done through fan vote. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but like, so it's a goalie so it's, three So the people. first round is the Atlantic Division versus the Metropolitan Division. Okay. And um, eight people are selected to a team. Because oh, you, so you sub out. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. And then it's Pacific versus Central, and then the winner of those play in a championship game. What is it? Is it like, um, what's it called? How long are the periods? 20-minute mm, games. Are they 20-minute yeah, oh, 20 20 mi- games? 20-minute games. Okay, so I'm say if they're like so full it, length, it, like When good. all added together, it equals the same amount of time that an NHL game would go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Tampa Bay, so that's going to be 2020. They have the All-Star game, so a new patch coming probably for it. That they'll wear on their jersey and probably be at center ice. Yep. Tampa Bay gets a new third jersey. They said it's going to be a black jersey. Maple Leafs get a throwback jersey. Going with throwback whites. Vancouver has a complete redesign coming. New home and roads. Alternate jersey going back with the 90s black jersey with the flying spaghetti skate. They're also getting a third jersey. And that uh, Vegas is getting a third jersey too. That's going to be interesting to see what color because they have four different colors in the color scheme. Black, gray, gold, and red. Oh, they have gold. What if they do like an all gold? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Like, like the, like the Kings, like yeah. the Kings yeah, old like jerseys, the, yeah. like the early 2000s. Like that's gold that's too yellow. Like a gold. Like a metallic gold. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope, though. With, like, black uh, black yeah. accents. I'd like that. Capitals keeping it. Same to this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets have their throwback jerseys. They're white ones that they wore the last two seasons, and they wore in the Heritage game. So, and we're waiting on the All-Star jerseys for this year to be released. Oh, yeah. Because last year they were that... They wait till Blue like a, and neon a green. That's like the last it, right? week, yeah. yeah. 
So that's where that stands on the jersey front in the National Hockey League. We're going to transfer now to the sport that's basically has all the sports headlines right now. Yep. National Football League, the season just concluded. We have the first round coming up. Uh, Zach, do you have the matchups in front of you? I do. Well, hold on. A couple big news come from the NFL um, regarding the head coaching uh, problems with a lot of teams. Lincoln oh, yeah. Riley just got an extension from Oklahoma, so he's not going to be going anywhere, and that's going to end all the speculation on him head coaching anywhere. And Antonio Brown just basically demanded a trade from the from the Trouble uh, Pittsburgh. Did he? Yeah. yeah, but it's not expected that uh, the Rooney family will allow that request. Well, you heard what happened, Well, right? I feel yeah. like they might got just to because... A dis- well, first they said that he was out. Well, he didn't play in the last, yeah, the last game of the season because they said it was like a knee injury. That's something that Pittsburgh probably didn't want getting out. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one thing. And then they found out, then the reporters and everyone found out, that he got into an argument with another player. With another player, and then they found out that that player was Big Ben in mm-hmm. the locker room. Basically, oh, was told it? Oh, really? they basically told him that he, like he sucked and like he called out everyone. He threw a football mm-hmm. at him. Well, and, he had a lot of. And his belief this is that the, the coach and the um, quarterback are too in line with each other. Mm-hmm. That he's fa- he's too favored over the rest of the locker room. I feel like they, which m- is what you see, it, I guess, in a lot of. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but a head coach needs to be able to like. Yeah, he can't. He can't play favorites like that. Yeah, and also when you have a wide receiver like Antonio it, it, Brown, it's not, it's not like it. it's a third string defensive tackle coming at and uh, Big Ben. It's, no, this is it's like, Antonio this Brown, is the best player. wide receiver. I have a feeling they might go with his uh, pr- proposition to trade him because of what they went through with Le'Veon Bell this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like that they don't. Well, want he's under that contract. He, didn't he just sign? Yeah, but I'm telling you, if a team might say like the Jets. Who have a lot of money? They have to. If they don't land Le'Veon Bell, I'm telling you that they might make a play. It would cost yeah. so much though in a trade. Yeah. yeah, but the Jets are willing they to like. Could, give I'm sure up they anything. can trade some picks too. Yeah, but would too. you hemorrhage future picks for Antonio Brown? No, yes. we're not. I would. How many? Good enough. Yeah. I'd probably give. If I were the Jets, I'd probably end up giving. Maybe two. Maybe two first rounders, like a second rounder, and then like. Right, they can even trade Robbie Anderson. So much in the NFL last year. That just seems like so much in the NFL because most first round picks are at least. A, at worst, like a depth player. I mean, but when you think about like, it, it, it just seems like so much. The Raiders uh, got a first for Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah but that was, I thought that was a lot. Amari Cooper was good. Amari Cooper's good though. Like, yeah, he wasn't used yeah. But I still think a first round pick for a wide receiver is a lot. I mean, I, I thought, I thought a second. Yeah, but, yeah, but not when you're a team like the Jets when you when you have a young and upcoming quarterback like Sam Darnold, and then you're like, especially yeah. after having a season no, and like also, this where they literally has his best weapon is Robbie Anderson. Now Robbie Anderson. There's nothing to like. He's not even a wide receiver. He's, 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 like no he's, no, he's, he's good though. He's, 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 not, a, he's not a true. He's not. Yeah, exactly. He, not true number yeah. one. And they and just they gave Anunwa that money. Yeah, yeah, but Anunwa's deal wasn't that bad. It's yeah. four years, yeah, it's fifty very million, friendly. but it's twenty million guaranteed. Yeah, because it has a lot of incentives. Because one, he gets injured a lot. Two, he's still young. And honestly, I like Quincy Anunwa. I think he's good. So the coaching carousel continues to spin here. Well, um, Black speaking. Monday was tough. Speaking of the Jets, they did just fire Bowles, yeah, so now yep. they're in the hunt for a new Quarter coach. Quarter of the teams mm-hmm. in search of a new coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Todd Bowles fired from the New York Jets. Adam Gase, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise, fired yeah, from the I was surprised about that because I honestly they played. He's well, a hot so. candidate now. Yeah, yeah. he's actually a, he has a meeting set with the Arizona Cardinals. Vance Joseph uh, fired from Denver. We saw that coming. That was yeah. Dirk Cutter fired from Tampa Bay. Some say that was overdue. Some say it should have happened at the end of last season. Yeah, they are. They need to. Speaking they, of the, they need the to GM even house. said that uh, whoever comes in has to accept James Winston as a starter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And supposedly Winston. Yeah, it's Dwayne Haskins to the Giants. Yeah. 
Telling you right now. Speaking of overdue, Marvin Lewis fired from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, overdue about 13 freaking years. I don't know how you go that far without winning a playoff game. That man, years. that man fleeced the Cincinnati Bengals for ridiculous. all those years. Ridiculous. And then Steve Wilkes fired from Arizona. Poor Steve Wilkes. No, first, first off, season. that's it's one year and the team's bad. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you want them to do? And yeah, but it was historic. It is expected bad. that the Packers will not. Still, it's it, they. They never. They didn't have any. They didn't have anything to give him. Their best players. David Johnson. David Johnson's a top five running back in the league when he's when one he's healthy. Like, Two, they don't even have a, have an offensive line. They have a rookie quarterback starting right away. Like I feel like that's like if the Giants went one and twelve again or one fourteen again, one fifteen, one fifteen yeah, again, and then they fired Pat Shermer. It would be kind of like that. You didn't see enough, and the team wasn't good enough. That's what, that's what Trish said the other day. He said it was surprised Pat Shermer. No, still, no, like, come on, no, no, no. He had a great end of the yeah, year. Yeah, he had, had a team decent second goal. half. With also, the, I, the team really likes him. Like yeah. they're they're behind him. You see, now there could have been a lot of controversy in the Cardinals locker room. You never know. Yeah, but there's, this, there it, could be a lot of things behind closed doors. Yeah. But still, no matter what, it's his first could year. Be tough, could be tough. on Rosen though. Yeah. First season coach out. You know. I mean, look well, at, I feel look like that depends on who they get. If they if the new coach that they get helps him tremendously, like that'd be great. I mean, look look at a dude like um like a young quarterback when. When he first came in the league, uh, like Sam Bradford, when he was on the Rams, he yeah. had he had four offensive coordinators in like five years. Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough. Yeah, as a young that's quarterback, not, you not, need yeah. you need to be able to gel with like players like that. You need mm-hmm. to like look at a dude like Brady and McDaniel. Not, not every offensive coordinator, not every coach is going to be able to step in and be what the Rams are to Jared Goff, what Sean McVay was to Goff. Well, that mm-hmm. one, I wouldn't even say like we got like we got lucky. It's more of just like they did their homework and they were smart about it because their defense was already good and they got. They got a veteran at that, like like Wade Phillips, and I feel like they almost took a shot with Sean McVay as head coach because he's young, he's able to relate, and also he's a fucking genius. It's going to be really important this year for teams like Arizona, the Jets, and uh, what other teams? Uh, like teams Denver. that need a with a rookie quarterback, teams that like, have need to, Cleveland like, too. Have stability. Greg, Cleveland Greg Williams is not expected to come back as the head coach. I think he's he still going to be a defense coordinator. Though? They're inter- they're if, interviewing him, but, but they, you think if you if you were the interim head coach and turn that team around the way, and you have they, the interv- and you interviewed, yeah, for and the, they they love, and then Williams. and then they say no, we're not going to make you the head coach. Do you want to come back at that point? No, I mean, for his situation, I would just because the Browns are looking pretty good, yeah. in their situation. But I don't even know why. But I don't know why they wouldn't want to keep him as their head coach. He did a great job. Yeah, and the team rallied behind him. Exactly, but I also think that could have just been a product of what happened during the year. And yeah. Joe Philbin not expected to remain head coach of the Green Bay Packers. I'm not surprised about yeah. that. Joe Philbin's not a very good coach. We're going to go through uh, – There's a, I got a list in front of me of the top 15 uh, head coaching candidates out there right now. These are former NFL coaches who are currently candidates to be head coaches places. No, not just NFL. Coach of Northwestern's in here too. No, he's not leaving. He said at the end of – he said after the win in the bowl game against Utah yesterday, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm here to stay. Because, I mean, he's built a program with Northwestern. So, so garbage. This list, this list is courtesy of Bleach Report. Uh, number 15, they have Chuck Pagano. I can see him. Who did he? He was a coach of the, of the Colts. Colts, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a good coach, though. Yeah. And he, he, he won a Super Bowl he, with them, right? No. No? Oh, but, that was before but him, But right? he, got, he got screwed with uh, luck being out for two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really help. Uh, 14, they got Jim Caldwell, former coach of the Detroit Lions. He wasn't very good. Coach. He interviewed, I believe, with Green Bay. See now, but the thing he is, wasn't with awful, all these though. coaches, in the, the Lions NFL, look better with him than they did. This uh, says he has been he has ties Patricia. to Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's been interviewed by the Packers, and he's willing to be part of the re- of a rebuild. So See now, but Jets the thing, the thing with all these coaches in the NFL, it's like a boys' club. It's like 
they just get filtered around because say you're not a head coach. Look at look at um Hugh Jackson. He went straight uh, yeah. from the Browns straight to the Bengals for like as like the assistant to like the assistant defensive coordinator or whatever the fuck it was. He's in the talk to become the head coach potentially. That's not gonna happen. It, it, they wouldn't make that mistake. Did you, I don't you, know. It's 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 like a lot I know of that was the plan. I know that was the plan, but I don't think that's gonna happen. You go zero sixteen with a team. Uh, number thirteen, they have Mike McCarthy. Uh, I th- I could see Mike McCarthy going to a team like the Browns or like the With Jets. The, Jets yeah. the Browns uh, he's Sunday. Not a bad coach. Like, he no, really he's, is he's a bad coach. The Browns Sunday reached out to him, and uh, the Cardinals and Jets have also been linked to him. The Jets I could see the Jets. I Apparently, he has a lot of interest in the Cardinals job. Really? Yeah. Twelve. They have Eric uh, <laughs> Bieniemy. I don't even know who that is. He's that? the offense the coordinator for the KC Chiefs. Oh. I don't. I think a guy like that. I don't think he's gonna leave. You can't just put someone like in a head coach position to immediately expect yeah. like big things. No, like, especially when they have an offense. He has like been contacted, courtesy like, of the NFL Network. Uh, he's been contacted by the Jets, Bucks, Dolphins, and Cardinals. I don't think he'll leave, in my opinion, because Chiefs are so good and that offense is ridiculous. Yeah, Mahomes just got there. Yeah. Exactly. Number eleven is Matt uh, Eberflus. He's the off- He's the defense coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. The Browns apparently are interested in interviewing him, and the Broncos have been tied to him just because of their history, how they've hired him. I honestly coach. think that the Browns need to get an offen- an offensive-minded head coach. Do you? Yes, and look because their defense with, isn't bad. Look how they def- play with Greg Williams as head coach. That's though. what I thought. Like, okay, I think he can go either way. But Hugh Jackson was also a defensive coordinator. He's also a defensive No, he's an offensive coordinator. He is? Yeah. Plays the defensive. Coach. I'm pretty sure Hugh Jackson he, was the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. At least, now, coach at least he is now for the Bengals right now. He's, he's not the offensive player. coordinator. He Are was just sure? a coach's assistant. Yeah, he was basically just there for shits and giggles. Not yeah. Now, I mean, no, I'm talking about like right now. His like current stint. His current stint. He's special assistant to head coach. But uh, he was the offensive coordinator of the Bengals from oh, 2014 to 15. Uh, okay. He's well, also a running backs coach. I mean, I just personally think that the Browns need someone like an offensive guy who will be able to gel with Baker Mayfield because he's going to be their guy for. Yeah, for like at, a, least at least a decade. Yeah, I heard they're gonna give their their OC uh, Kitchens. I think that's his name. I think they're gonna give him a, like an uh, interview at least for the head coach I, position. I think he deserves it. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the team. Number ten is Matt Lafleur. He's the Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator. Uh, and I mean, they, uh, Green Bay is an option, yeah, but they don't know how Rodgers will take to him. I I think honestly. Green Bay needs to literally sit down with Aaron Rodgers and be like, who do you, who want? Do you want? But the Green Bay said that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a part of the decision to hire that's, a head coach. That's insane. That's Especially after big. giving him all that Well, money he's going to be a part. He's not going to be like, he's not going to pick that coach. Which I think he should. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. no, that's a bad look for other dudes on the team. But I think he should be play a heavy role in that. A potential landing spot here says Packers, uh, but he might be too young to work with Rodgers. He might be a mentor to somebody like Mayfield in saying. Cleveland, Darnold in New York, or Rosen in Arizona. Uh, number nine, we got Chris Rich, uh, Chris Richard, the, the Dallas Cowboys defensive backs coach. Potential landing spots, NFL Network reports that the Jets have requested an interview and the Browns would also make sense. I mean, I don't know enough about I don't, him. I don't know enough about him either. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald's on here, head coach at Northwestern, but you already said he's not leaving yeah, Northwestern. Yeah, no, he said he, he's, he literally said, he's like, yeah, I'm here to stay, and everyone's freaking out. Yeah, he said Northwestern was, quote, home forever. But, I mean, at this point, at this point, who knows? Yeah, it could, it, yeah. Uh, number seven, Jim Harbaugh. I don't see him leaving. No. Uh, he's no, I don't think leave. he's gonna leave. No. Uh, actually, really, you think? I don't know because Michigan's losing a lot of dudes. Could you I see mean, him coaching like the Packers? 
Maybe. Or like even the Jets. I could see him. I could see him being like, was he an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator? He's an offensive guy. I could see him being an offensive <coughs> coordinator somewhere. If, I, if that I, does happen, I but I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave for a coordinator job. job. Yeah, if he's leaving, he's going for yeah. a head coaching job. But I think the interest has to be: Do you want to be more in a win now mode? Do you want to go toward rebuild? If it's rebuild, you know the Browns, Jets, and Arizona are, are should be on his radar. But if it's win now, it's that would be Bay. interesting. Jim Harbaugh, Green Bay, or maybe even Miami. I could see that would be interesting. Jim Harbaugh and Cleveland. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, Baker. Be, it'd be interesting to see. And, you know, and then a guy like Jarvis, David Joku. Yeah, that would be. Uh, number six is a big name being thrown around. Brian Flores. He's the defensive coordinator for New England. Mm-hmm. He was talked about last year before he was even uh-huh. named defensive coordinator. Uh, Adam Schefter reports that the Dolphins, Broncos, Browns, and Packers have requested permission to interview him. But will he leave? Who knows? Um, I don't, I, a lot of people don't like to here, leave New England. Here's what I think. I think if he leaves New England, it's all based off of what Tom Happens. Brady does. Yeah. Say Tom Brady leaves, that team's... He said he's trying to play through next year and the year leaves. after. Uh, so I don't. I think he has honestly maybe another year or two, but who knows? The whole thing. This is McDaniel's, right? No, this is uh, Flores. McDaniel's is lower he's, on this list. Oh, 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 but he is on the list. Yeah. All right, I'll get to that yeah. point about him later. But yeah. Number five is David uh, Dave Tube, hmm. Kansas City Chiefs assistant head coach, says special teams coordinator. I, I mean, that's just that's kind of like. Um, I can see that more than the other exactly, offensive Exactly, because he's an assistant coach. Yeah. Apparently, he was interviewed by the Broncos uh, before they hired Vance Joseph two years ago. Maybe they um, give him another shot, you know. Yeah. Four is Lincoln Riley, but he just signed the extension. Yeah. Three is Josh McDaniels. Which I actually am surprised about with Lincoln Riley, because <laughs> I thought he was going to go to the NFL. <clears throat> I thought he was, too. I could have really I, seen him going to, going to Cleveland. I could have seen Green Me, Bay. Really? Imagine him working with Aaron Rodgers. Imagine him being back up with up? Baker Mayfield. Yeah, how do you too. pass that up? Your protege in college. I so, mean, number three now is Josh McDaniels. I don't see him leaving. He's just, not leaving. Just because I feel like I think he's, he's going to be next to Belichick. Yeah, he's, he's going to be, gonna be the next I think that's coach. why. I think that's kind of like. He has a major he, contract there. That's the thing. I think that's what it was. I think once they were like, all right, once Brady leaves. Belichick's probably going to leave, and then you're next in line. Yeah. And that's why he was going to the Colts last offseason. Potential okay, landing sure. spots on here. He he was supposed to be the head coach yeah, of the Colts. Yeah, the and coach. then he, he out. Yeah, he said no. Potential later. landing spots, they say Packers and Browns. Uh, the Jets in- could intrigue him too, but it's unlikely he'd be interested in leaving Belichick for a rebuild job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, number two is Vic Fangio, the defense coordinator for, uh, for Chicago. I don't think he leaves. There's no way that you leave a team like Chicago at this point. Really unless unless he truly first. feels like he has the as of, as of right now the Dolphins and Broncos have requested uh, interviews but he's not leaving for a team like that no and I don't know if he they'd hate him if he left for Green Bay oh yeah, oh, yeah. he would uh, I feel like him himself being how long has he been on the team for Chicago Fangio I have no well, idea young, I well, the, the, the Bears are a young team though and they're up and coming and you got Khalil Mack in the center locked of that down. defense he's he's Vic Fangio has been the defensive coordinator of the Bears since 2015. He's been with them for a little bit. I mean, yeah. I don't see him leaving. Them. They've had a solid defense. They just haven't really had skill. No, but now they're now, yeah. now they have now skill. Defense yeah. definitely uh, popping. And the number one candidate says is Bruce Arians. Mm. He's yeah. a little old. Yeah. I don't know if he'd leave. Still. I don't know if he'd leave the booth to. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he's though. going Jump back in the head Cleveland if they'll give it to him. He said he really wasn't a bad coach though. It's just the Cardinals just lost players and. They got progressively worse. I think think they kind of forced him out. Yeah. He previously said the Browns would be the only team he would consider coaching for, but now he says he'd consider the Tampa Bay job because of his relationship with the general manager. Maybe. I'm just really glad that Jeff Fisher wasn't on that list. 
Oh, yeah. Did you hear him in the booth this season? Oh, my God. Is he atrocious? Jeez. He's that bad? He's terrible. He's also Almost as bad as his coaching. I hate Jeff Fisher. You know he's tied for the most losses of all time? Really? He's literally like, hey, let's never make the playoffs and let's just go 8-8 for the rest of our lives. Let's hire Jeff Fisher. (laughs) He's literally had one good season. That's with the Titans when they lost to the Rams, the greatest show on turf. In the Super Bowl. Whatever happened to uh, what was the name? Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo, where you at? Judge, get out of there. He he was up to be the offensive coordinator McAdoo, for Minnesota next yeah. year, uh, last year. Wow. But then he just fell off the face of the earth, and nobody ever talked to him. You think he, you think he like? Do you think they were like, yeah, like the NFL is like, we're just gonna send you away for a little bit? I think he's a decent offensive. They coordinator. sent him to a farm. <laughs> really? Yeah. You being a Giants fan, you're telling me you think he's a decent offensive coordinator? Yeah, offense the first year he was there. No. It's decent. They made the playoffs. Well, that's when See Eli... his offense when he's the offensive coordinator of Green Bay. Yeah, but you also have to look at those teams that he had. Yeah, that doesn't. I, mean, I just I give him coach, a team. I could coach. Those Why teams. couldn't he be the head coach of like uh, uh, Green Bay? Back you, to his roots. You literally just said, "Get out of here, John!" And now you're saying he's never going to have another head coaching job again. But imagine. But imagine. Okay, so the season's over for 20 of the teams in the NFL. Let's look at the draft order as of right now. And the worst position in the NFL, actually, they're basically both tied for the worst position in the NFL. One game out of a playoff spot. Pittsburgh is 20. Tennessee is 19. The Vikings hold the 18th spot. Cleveland holds the 17th spot. The Panthers hold 16. Redskins have 15. Falcons have 14. Dolphins have 13. Packers have 12. Bengals have 11. <laughs> the Bengals are a mess. The, the Broncos have. To, do you think the Bengals are going to get rid of Andy Dalton? Uh, I, I honestly so. don't think Andy Dalton's bad. I really don't think nah. he's bad. He's never really had hurt. a yeah. He has a dude like Joe Mixon and like yeah. AJ Green, and AJ Green's one of the best wide receivers in football. Look at his line. Once they lost Whitworth, it was. So the Broncos have ten. The Bills are at nine. The Lions are at eight. The Jags are at seven. The Giants are at six. The uh, Tampa Bay Bucks are at five. The Raiders are at four. The Jets are at three. The Niners are at two, and the Cardinals are at one. Kyle, who do you think is going to go first overall? Um, so, you know, honestly, a lot of people think Nick Bosa. That's that's what I'm leaning toward. But the Cardinals already have one of the league's best edge, rush, edge rushers in Chandler Jones. So I can see them going after a dude like Quinton Williams, a defensive lineman from Alabama. Because if they can have a dude like Chandler Jones on one side and then Quinton Williams in the middle, they can always then work until the next draft to get another edge rusher. But at the same time, I could see them going Nick Bosa just because he's a freak of nature. I think uh, Nick Bosa is going to be the way to go. I'm gonna, so? Let's take, I'm gonna take a look at this mock draft right now. This is courtesy of DraftWire. Number one, they have uh, Quinn, and Nelson, uh, Quinn and Williams, sorry, defensive lineman from Alabama going number one to Arizona. Nick Bosa going two to San Fran. Josh Allen going three to the Jets. I can see that because they need, they need an edge rusher. Yeah. And he's a, he's a dog. And also that'd be kind of cool because he'd be like a hometown kid because he's from New Jersey. Ed Oliver going four to the Raiders. Uh, he's kind of slid down the draft board. He was supposed to be the number one player taken. Yeah. Didn't – is that the that's guy from Nebraska, right? Houston. Houston, that's it. He really he had the whole thing with the coach on the sideline a few, yeah, a few I, weeks back. I feel like that might have kind of hurt him. Just know. because it showed like he had a big-time attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jonah Williams, 5 to Tampa Bay. That's important because they literally their offensive line is garbage. Dwayne Haskins, 6 to the Giants. I'm telling you. 
I would not be surprised. They need a quarterback, and Dwayne Haskins has an electric arm. Yeah, he's great. He can run. Cleveland Farrell, edge rusher from Clemson to Jacksonville. He's good. He's good. That whole defensive line on Clemson's ridiculous. I'm going to ch- – Chachai Polite, oh. eight yeah. to Detroit, edge rusher from Florida. I mean, I can see that because Matt Patricia's a big-time defensive guy. Yeah. You they just got Har- uh, Snacks Harrison, too. They did? Oh, yeah, they did. That's right, yeah. Yeah, just start building up that defensive line. You know what I mean? Maybe have a dude like um, like uh, like Snacks kind of like coach him up a little bit. Uh, number nine uh, to Buffalo, they have DK Metcalf, wide receiver from Ole Miss. What do you think uh, about that one? He's very good. They are in need of a wide receiver. He is very good. He's a big, he's a big dude. He's a big target. But, I mean, I feel like the Bills really – their defense are good. I feel like they should honestly look more towards an offensive line because they need to build. If if they are really sold on Josh Allen, yeah. which I'm not, but if they really are sold on that, I think they kind of need to build around him and then maybe try and trade for a piece wide or receivers yeah. and like a piece or two, yeah. Uh, number 10, Denver, Greedy Williams, cornerback from LSU. He's legit. He's He is absolutely unreal. I mean, a quarterback is definitely the bigger need. But once Dwayne Haskin goes, I feel like you can't pick. There's a huge drop. You can't pick. I mean, I think Will Greer could be a could be a uh, first round talent, but I don't think you can pick him in the top ten. And that's gonna if you're really looking for a quarterback like the Broncos, I think maybe they should trade back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if he's there, that's gonna fill a spot filled when uh, Keep Talib left at the cornerback position. Mm -hmm. And also another interesting thing, Kyler Murray is now thinking he might want to play football. Really? He's not really? completely sold on baseball. He's now he's told some inside sources that he's thinking about it. So if he goes Is he a top fifteen talent, yeah? Is he a top fifteen talent? Yeah. He'd be the he'd be the number one quarterback in the draft. Without a doubt. He'd be the next Russell Wilson. Maybe better. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring this up to you, going back to Denver real quick. Von Miller's getting a little old. Yeah, no, Could, he's, no he's, he's he's gonna be thirty in March. Would you maybe you're not really in a position where you're gonna win soon. Would you consider moving him for picks? I mean, I wouldn't just because Von Miller's top three, de- honestly, top five defensive players in the league. He's ridiculous, and that'd be like that. Almost just be like the Raiders, just be like giving up and be like, "Hey, well, here's Khalil Mack." This is a very well, the, big well, defensive draft next year. You don't think exactly. they would try and get a, another defensive guy in the draft? But it's tough when they need. At least when the Raiders did it, at least the Raiders have their franchise quarterback. We think we we think they don't have their franchise quarterback. But you don't like their car? Denver their doesn't. Car Denver doesn't have a candidate for it. At least Oakland has a candidate for it. But that's what I. But that's. But that's what my my thought process is that they're gonna ride with Case Keenum for like another year, and then they're gonna wait for the more the better next year's quarterback class is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Herbert. They're gonna have um, Herbert's not even the best in that class. From yeah. yeah, that's no. why Herbert was an idiot for leaving. The yeah, I don't team. know why. The best in the class. He lost so much Tua, money going back. Tua, to Tua, another yeah. dude. Um, this is so. There's a lot of quarterbacks. There's a lot year. of quarterbacks. Yeah. So that's you got anything else you want to say on the draft? Um, I mean, I just if you're if you're a team like Pittsburgh, you're in a position the Pittsburgh is twentieth pick. You missed out on the playoffs by one game. What are you really looking for? Like what? I is mean, it just, is it just best player available at that point? I or? think at that point, um, I, I think it's more their secondary, especially their cornerbacks are a little weak. So I could see them going after a cornerback, but in reality, they might just take the best player available because it's like. They're not bad, but they're not crazy good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they they might be missing one or two pieces. They seem to really drop off by far, week 13. But they're too far away in the draft, like from closer up, and a lot of their guys might get taken. Let's say Kyler Murray does declare. 
for the draft and says he wants to play football. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants get yeah, him. Did. Or if a lot of teams try and trade up for him. Could Pittsburgh be one of those teams? No, because they have a dude who's jo- in Josh Dobbs, who I, I'm very high on Josh Dobbs. I think he's very good. I just think he was very underrated in that last draft. But um, because uh, he's super smart. They also he, have Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph didn't impress me at all because he got <coughs> Josh Dobbs with the third string, and then it was Mason Rudolph, and Josh Dobbs jumped over Mason Rudolph, which, in my opinion, is the right move because Mason Rudolph was good in college, but I don't know if he has that arm for the NFL. Well, no, he has a he's a big time arm, but he's not accurate. Well, let's keep it in the National Football League. And let's go to the playoffs. We focus on the bottom twenty. Now let's focus on the top twelve. Wild Week 17, we finally got our playoff set. In the first round, we got Colts-Texans, Chargers-Ravens, Seahawks-Cowboys, and Eagles-Bears. The Sunday games are the Eagles and the Bears. Playoffs. It's going to be and a great And the Chargers week. and the Ravens. I think uh, Eagles-Bears is what I'm really going to be looking at. That's gonna be Same with the Raw Ravens and the Chargers. That's going to be a big-time game. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens upset the Chargers. Cause it's a home game. Baltimore. I think they ha- they've seen but Lamar the- Jackson... Uh, already, the I thing. think they're going to be much more well prepared. Yeah, they beat him, but that was like Lamar Jackson's like yeah. first game. Yeah. And also, the Chargers are very hot right now. Mm-hmm. Legit. It's a rematch of the game they played like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the Ravens' defense did handle them. They ruled the Ravens' yeah. defense is like one of the best in rushing. Uh, it's the highest scoring defense in the NFL. Oh yeah, and they have well, they're also best in uh, rushing, like opponent rushing yards, and then they're. I think they're second in uh, passing yards. Yeah. I mean, as far as that last game against Cleveland went, their defense slumped a little bit. They allowed three touchdowns, twenty, like twenty that was, points. Yeah, that. But that in their Kansas City game were like the worst games of the season. Even the Kansas City game, they were still in a position to win toward the end. I agree. So I think I'm. I still like Philip Rivers. I have a feeling that he might be going home a little bit early in the first round. Oh, that would be so, so deflating. Chargers fans, all 80 of them in that stadium. <laughs> so let's take it day by day. Saturday, we got the Colts at the Texans, 4:35 on ESPN. Oh, let's last week's picks. Trish went eight and eight. John went 12 and four. I went seven and nine. Kyle and Zach both had matching 11 and five records. So let's pick the wild card weekend in the NFL. Saturday, 4:35 ESPN. We got the Colts in Houston to take on the Texans. John, who do you have? That game is going to be a shootout. Both teams, I can see either one making actually a run to the Super Bowl. I have to go with the Texans, though. John's taking Houston. Kyle? Uh, I believe Houston's uh, defense is better, and also I believe their offense is better. There's a better overall team. We'll go with the Texans. Zach? Uh, I like the Colts in this one. I, I think if Andrew Luck can get out of the pocket and keep himself away from uh, J.J. Watt, I think he can find space and get his receivers open. Um, I also th- I think uh, the defense, you know, Houston does have a better defense, but I think that the Colts have been very hot the last few weeks, especially after playing that big game on Sunday night last yeah. week. I say 24-17 Colts. Oh, Score so score. Yeah, I got so scores this down, week. Write down that score, too. I'm writing down that score. You said 24-17? Yes. Okay. That's right. I'll... Well, this was a close... They played two games this year. Division games, of course. Yeah. First game should have been a tie. No, it should have been. Yeah. Because instead of punting the ball away, which basically would have secured a tie, the head coach of Indianapolis, is it Frank Reich? Kyle? I believe so. Yeah. He decided to go for it on fourth down, missed mm-hmm. it. Houston walked back 20, 30 yards, kicked the field goal, and won the game. So that, that was a close yeah, game. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, like, 
Would you play for a tie? Well, if that game would have tied, Indy would have the lead right now in the division. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, they made the playoffs either way. I, exactly. I think in Still, the end, I I wouldn't. Anytime as a head coach, you don't. Be especially like, in right, football, boys, I don't think you should play, play for, the for the tie. And the Colts and the win. Colts won the second time. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this game to Indy, even though it's in Houston, because I think Andrew Luck is just too hot right now, and I think he'll. You think so? He'll handle the Houston mm-hmm. defense. And Houston, prove it to me. Do it in the playoffs. That's true. Yeah. When was the last time they were in the playoffs? Appearance. Was it last year? They're one of those teams no, in the playoffs like every year. year. They are? They weren't in there last year because Jacksonville won the division. The last time I remember playoff. watching a Houston Texans playoff game was Matt Schaub. Last time <laughs> I remember one them uh, in a playoff game, it was either Tom Savage or Brian Hoyer. Oh, I think it was Tom That's Savage. That's <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Big time Brian Hoyer guy. I think he's kind of got screwed. Uh, <laughs> he was he was decent in Cleveland he's that top, year towards ACL. He, he's, yeah, a t- he he's a top three uh, backup quarterback all time. Number one is Matt Flynn. Have that <laughs> Number one is Nick Foles, man. Nick Foles. Ooh, I don't Nick, count Nick, him as a backup quarterback. He's a starter in my mind. He's Jeff just... Hostetler won a Super Bowl. Backed up Phil Simms and won a Super Bowl for the Giants. Hey, Kurt Warner was a backup. But, but wait a minute. Ooh. We're talking career backups. Hey, Kurt Warner was a backup to start the season. And we're talking career Trent backups. Trent goes down. Tom Brady was First a drive. Pick. Guess what Kurt Warner does? Throws a touchdown. Nope. Puts together the greatest offense of okay. all time. Tom Brady. Greatest show on turf. 8-15 on Fox. The Seahawks go to the Jerry, go to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is going to be the same way across the board. But, John, who you got? I think you already know, Seahawks. There's literally no shot that I have no I have faith no in the Cowboys. They need to prove it to me that they can win the playoffs. I do. And Dak Prescott's garbage. Sorry, John. Listen, no, off. I was just going to say, we all give Dak a lot of shit. Somehow he like threw four touchdowns last week with all of his starters Because he played rested. the Giants. Okay, yeah. But yeah. The Giants all his starters, all starters rested. It was just Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel, you know. Zeke's their team. Yeah, honestly, yeah. they're very one-dimensional. I mean, don't get me Cole wrong. Cole Beasley had the catch of the season in the He's been getting that. hot that the sick. last two weeks, that Cole Beasley. He uh, dropped off in the beginning of the season or yeah. middle of the season. He's really started He's, to come back. Him up. and Adam Humphreys are the same player. They also didn't play. Cooper Allen Robinson before. came out of nowhere too with a yeah. big time touchdown yep. grab. That was like his um, first or second touchdown of the year. Yeah, he's been oblivious the whole year. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard when you have a dude like Amari Cooper steps yeah. in. And also, at the beginning of the season. Also, Allen Robinson just like I don't, I don't think he's a big time guy. No, he fit in well when he played in um, uh, Jacksonville. No, I thought he played in Chicago. Mm-mm. Is that not another Allen Robinson? Yeah. Or Robinson. That's maybe. Robert Robinson the third, I think. No, I don't know. We're confused. We're all confused here on too many men. Too many men are confused. Didn't right Jacksonville have Marquise Lee, Allen Hearns, and Allen Robinson? Are we talking about Hearns? Hearns is the is the wide receiver on I'll Dallas. I looked this up. No, Allen Robinson's that wide receiver on Dallas. I thought Allen Robinson. By the way, John has one of those Samsung phones with a pen. It's so unnecessary, but I'm a huge fan of it. <laughs> Allen Hearns is the wide receiver says. for the Dallas Cowboys. Is it Hearns? Allen Robinson. Okay, on the Bears is a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Ah, so yep, we're talking about Hearns. That's how that's how little we, we realize he's there. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Poor Marquise Lee. Yeah, what is he doing now? Towards ACL in the preseason, Kyle. Sorry, Marquise. <laughs> All right, we'll get you on the show. I hope you feel better. So, who are you picking, Zach? Honestly, I like the Seahawks. Wilson is great, especially against that game of Kansas City. I think against the Rams. Just saying. I think that Just the Seahawks defense round. will definitely be better, and Dak won't be able to penetrate no. the uh, secondary. We'll so I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going with the Seahawks 24-10. 24-10. I'm taking I'm taking the Seahawks. Why are you giving out numbers? You're making me and John. I mean, hey, hey, if I this to, is playoffs, baby. If I had baby, to pick a score, I, go I would out. say 42-17. 42-21. Put me down. I'm terrible at picking lines. I can't. 
It's not even lines. It's just numbers. I'm awful at numbers. <laughs> you want to pick the Texans game, Kyle? Well, uh, get the Texans winning. Twenty-eight to twenty-one Texans. I'm going to take twenty-four seventeen Colts. John, do you want to pick both these games, score-wise? No. Okay. No, I can't. <laughs> so we're moving to Sunday of Wild Card Weekend. We got the Chargers into Baltimore to take oh, on the Ravens, Charles. 105 on CBS. John, who do you have? I don't know if this is controversial, but I'm going with Baltimore on this. I think their defense is I really call it controversial. No, Just because they're good. No, and I, I understand where yeah. you're coming from because they're an underdog, theoretically, even though they're at home. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore No, me neither. Who do you got, Kyle? I personally have the Chargers because I think Phillip Rivers is just like, you know what? Just my wife just gave birth, like my ninth kid. Let's go get this money. You got to Number score eight, the Super Bowl, yeah. One through eight, that didn't mean anything to him. It's the ninth kid that's really gonna push. You got to score. <laughs> you need the one ring to show them. Do I have the score? Let's go. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one twenty. Ooh. Ooh. One point game. I'm going with the Chargers here. I think Jackson's a little inaccurate. He does make it up with the run, and, but and he has a big time arm. Oh yeah. Huge. But uh, I think that the the Chargers will come back with a better understanding of how they run the offense with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it's going to be a close game, uh, but I think the Chargers top them 28-24. Yeah, because, I mean, the only tape that you really had on them was in the preseason against a bunch of mm-hmm. vanilla defenses. Yeah, and, and, and you know in the preseason they're not going 100%. Exactly that. I mean, they're going 100% because dudes are playing for jobs, but it's it's vanilla well, defense and it's all backups. Yeah, it's a lot of backups. And also the only other tape that you had on them was in college. And college, college obviously college can't... defenses are – Completely yeah. different. And unless you can't you're a team compare. like Alabama or Clemson. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking the Ravens. Really? Because oh. this game's gonna come down to who has the better defense, and I think Baltimore has it. Uh, twenty to eighteen. That's an interesting to, score. Twenty to eighteen, Baltimore. You think they like go for two and then like try and kick like an onside kick to get the? So there's gonna be a missed extra point somewhere in there. And you think so? Yeah. You think? I can see. Next extra pointer, they go for two. I can see um, nose missing an extra point. I can see see the Chargers having a touchdown, missed extra point, and three field goals. Interesting. And then it's gonna come down to the last drive where Phillip Rivers needs a field goal to win the game, and the Ravens defense. Now you know it'll be some huge. You know it'll be some if we all pick the right answer, like the the right scores. That would be something. (laughs) That would be something. That's when yeah. too many men blows up. <laughs> ESPN gives us a shout out. The last game gives us all. Arguably one of the best games of the weekend: Eagles yeah, in the Soldier true. Field to take on the Bears. Four forty on NBC. John, who do you have? Who Eagles and Eagles, Eagles Bears. And Bears at Soldier? That's going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. Now, I don't know about all of you, but like watching the past few weeks, it does seem like there's something kind of intangible going on in Philly right now. Their team is clicking like we haven't seen before this entire season. So, I'm going to give the nod to the Eagles and Big Dick Nick. Kyle? Now, I mean, I, I personally think the Bears are going to win just because their defense is legit. They're playing in Soldier Field. That's a tough one. It's probably going to be yeah. like, what, like four degrees? Mm-hmm. That and also, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Nick Foles is, is magic in the playoffs for some reason. But he – um. Oh, Sunday's supposed to be unseasonably warm. 43 in Ooh, Chicago. Wow. Still going with the Bears. The defense is too good. Got to score. Offense is, um, oh, let's go 24-21 Bears. 24-21. And wow, going off very of, close to my score. <laughs> really? Yeah. And going off of what uh, of what uh, John was saying, I just think, how do you think that, a uh, question that I had, how do you think that makes like Carson Wentz feel? 
all these dudes rallied behind like Nick Foles and everyone's like, oh, like he's the savior. Like, what I do you think that makes like Carson Wentz feel like? Because personally, I believe that it's not very fair to him because think about it. When before he tore his ACL last year, he was having he was about to be the MVP. I think after he have that, now that he has that injury behind him, like I think that they play a lot more conservative with uh, Carson Wentz. And now that Foles is out there, they they play a lot looser. One and two, I think they just you know he he knows that offense a lot too. Because I don't how how long has he been in Philly? A couple Nick of Foles? years. This is his second stint. Yeah, second. Oh, okay. Was that Ram? Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was Jeff a Ram. Fisher, <laughs> yeah, he was. A Him Ram. and Case Keenum. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, Nick Foles got injured, believe it or not, like how he did with every other team except for the Eagles. Yeah. And um, Case Keenum made his money. Won four straight games that one year, and then we lost the rest. Zach, I'm, I'm going to guess you're taking Chicago. Yeah, Foles, uh, he has bruised ribs, so I think that's going to come uh, back and bite him because it happened two weeks ago, and I apparently after this past week, it's been bothering him a lot more. Uh, and so I think if, if the uh, Chicago defense, which they probably will, if they pressure him and get him down to sacks, uh, I think he could either get injured in the game or it, you know, it could throw him off and cause mistakes. I think the biggest, the biggest part of this game is how Philadelphia's offensive line plays because they are one of the best offensive lines in football. Mm. But, I mean, the Bears also have one of the best defensive – has probably the best defensive football. Mm. Zach, what's the score? I'm saying 23-21 Bears. Uh, I believe this is going to be a high defensive battle, and not much more than that. I think it's going to be thirteen to six Chicago. Wow! Wow! Bears advance. That's a, that, oh, that's a hot take. So we picked the games, and at the end of the regular season, John had the best record picking. He was fifteen thirty. Oh, I was 46 and 34, and Trish was 44 Jim. and 36. That's way better than I thought Trish would do. Yeah, he had a winning record. I know. <laughs> Good for you, and Trish. Zach at the end of the season finished 16 and 16, and Kyle at the end of the season finished 20 and 12. It's so, not bad. But the playoffs are a different animal. Oh, yeah. And we will get Trish's picks for the playoffs on Thursday, and we'll hear Kyle's for the rest of the playoffs. We're going to have to call into him because this is the last show he's going to be on for a while. Yeah. Actually, in studio. Yeah. So. We're not going to have a studio when I get back? Well, we are. It's going to be in the basement. We're buying it. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Hey, big time move by too many men. We're in his kitchen. We're moving to the basement. So we're going to end the show the way we <laughs> do every show. fans in there. With hot takes. Like, not like actual it's fans. It's cold down there. Yeah, but when it's hot. You're yeah. not telling me it's going to be hot as shit down it's gonna there? It's going to get hot down there, man. It's really? I, at least we'll always have one fan with us. That's that big old rat. <laughs> he can be our, our camera guy. Hot takes. Zach, go first. <laughs> we should put a GoPro on the rat. Somebody go first. John, go first. All right. I'm going to say I'm give it a year or two. I think right now what we're seeing this week with the Steelers, it's the beginning of the end. The writing's on the wall. It's going to go downhill. And in a year or so, you're going to see them at the bottom of that division while the Browns and the Ravens take over. I'm uh, going on, This isn't my hot take, but going off what John's saying, I'm super interested to see how this division plays out in the next couple of years with dudes like Baker Mayfield. Uh, Lamar Jackson, dudes like Josh Dobbs, um, and Andy Dalton, or if, say, the Bengals go with another uh, quarterback in the future. I think this will this will really shake it up because, I mean, the Steelers have predominantly been the strongest team in this division, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and I, I just think it will be super interesting. Because it's usually Steelers most of the time, then Ravens once every, like, four years. Exactly, exactly. But my hot take, Tom Brady will retire in two years. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, the that's Next fair. year's his last uh, – I say next year – He's like, oh, yeah, like I'm fine, I'm fine. Then at the end of the year, when they don't win another Super Bowl, 
I think he's going to say, you know what, I'm going to call it quits. And double hot take. Took this one out the oven, just took this one out the microwave. Bill Belichick <laughs> leaves when Tom Brady leaves. Okay. I feel like that was. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah. like a gift package deal. Zach, what do yeah. you got? Let me get I'm going to say the Browns are making the playoffs next year. I believe They're going to have a. No, I haven't said that. Every, Tri- week, well, Tri- every week we have someone saying the Browns, the Browns make the playoffs. playoffs well, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to guess their record, too. Oh. Oh, he's got more numbers. What are you write doing down. with numbers today? Write that down. So we write this down. I'll write it down. I got a paper in front of me. Yeah, you're always a, you're a big time writing guy. I'm gonna say they're gonna be eleven and five. What? Wow. I give them at best like nine and seven. Is that enough to win the division next year? Uh, I think so. I don't know. With Baltimore? With Baltimore? Yeah. Oh yeah, with Baltimore. It's gonna be maybe a cool not. division the next couple of years. Come up here, Baker versus Lamar. It was kind of like, you know what this will remind me of? This will kind of remind me of like the NFC West a couple of years ago when you had dudes like Russell Wilson first getting into the league, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, boo, and then um, <laughs> and then the Rams, and then the Rams like when they were like pretty decent, and the Cardinals were always garbage but my hot take my hot take is this weekend somebody i don't know who somebody other than a quarterback will throw a touchdown pass this weekend i I don't know who it won't be somebody other than i want to guess at which position running back or wide receiver i feel like it's either going to be if it's a running back tight end if a running back is trey burton did it last year in super bowl if it's a running back it's going to be Tariq cohen okay and if it's a wide receiver maybe golden tate can i have another hot take yeah sure we will see the Philly special again. I can see that. Why yeah, not? Every, it, it's not cool anymore. I think every it, team does a form yeah, of the Philly special. Yeah, it's starting to become mainstream. It'd be cool again in the Super Bowl, and you know it would be. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I so, think Nelson Aguilar. So that's if, gonna, if, any, if you, like, going off your hot take, if anyone was going to throw a uh, touchdown pass, I think it would be Nelson yeah, Aguilar. Keenan Allen. That's why I Ooh, Keenan Allen. Yeah, I can see that, too. To Mike Kelvin Williams. Benjamin. Mike Williams. Not Kelvin Jeez. Benjamin, Travis Benjamin. To Philip Rivers. That, I don't think Philip Rivers can, yeah, no way he's can going run more than pass. like 10 yards down the field. Well, maybe they're doing it at the 10-yard line. Oh, <laughs> Maybe he's maybe scoring a touchdown. Maybe even right in the back of the end zone. Toe drag Philip Rivers for the win. If he toe drags. If that happens. He becomes a wide receiver Rivers, after. Toe drags. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. And Philip Rivers I'm becomes gone. wide receiver in the yeah. next two years. So that's going to end our episode. Wanna Do thank- you think Philip Rivers has the capability of toe dragging? No way. I can think he could fall down with his toes in bounds. Yeah, but no, I meant like a full <laughs> toe drag, where like like he reaches out for it, like like left foot gets down, looks at like the back foot, just little little drag. And everyone's like, oh, no. what a can. I think no. it's more just yeah, like no Philip Rivers just like falls, ball ends up um, in like his hands. Unless and they're like, oh yeah, he did have two feet. Every in. time he takes a snap, it's like, oh. Oh, Unless he's it. in practice, practicing like toe dragging every day, I don't think he would be he's able been to ready for this. He could practice for the next fifteen years. Uh, well, I'm not saying be, <laughs> How many more kids do you think he's gonna have? Three. You think he has twelve kids? Yeah, why not? No, I think he goes eleven, just starts a football league. Okay. With his daughters. You mean and a son. team? No, a league. <laughs> oh. Of a bunch but of Mormons. No, of all listen. Mormons, and all their kids. They get teams and they play each other. Are you looking up for a Mormon football I believe, league? I believe Rivers has, got on the record he, <laughs> Rivers has gone on the record to say he won't stop until he has a 53-man roster. Jesus. Children. <laughs> They're going to be drafted. That'd be dope. He could start his own team. Yeah. Like the, I bet they'd be better than like, like Arizona. The U, like the Utah Phillip Rivers. He also has a practice squad. The Utah, huh? Yeah, Utah Palm Ups. Put him in guys. San Diego. No, Utah. Mormon. Utah Palm Ups because Phillip Rivers... Is a big time palms up guy. All right, well that's gonna end our episode. You know what I mean? Like Ray's like, oh, yeah. like, like I didn't do anything. This is Kyle's last episode in studio till the spring. Yes, I appreciate so, you all. Thank you for having me on. I'll call you. I'll we're gonna s- call I'll him next week with our you. picks anyway. Catch you on the dip. So side. that doesn't matter. So, thanks. Thursday we're in Canada. Yep. Big show. 
John's get, not there. It's going to be me, Trish, and Zach. Don't get lost. Well, Justin, Get too. lost where? In Canada. I have an atlas. What's that? It's we like all have app. iPhones nowadays. If you get lost, yeah, no, Tony just clearly What if your phone iPhone? doesn't work? Why wouldn't it work? Yeah, you why don't have work? service. You just drop your cell signal. So you're telling me that you're just going to use a map to get to Canada? Yeah. Or, or my my car has directional on it. It tells me I'm going north your car, and northwest. Your so car you just, is probably all I can just go north. If I go well, north far enough, right, I hit Canada. First, I'm first, sorry, what year is your car? 1997. 1997, Jeep Grand Cherokee. The first step is getting there. Hold on. Yes, I want an over-under by all of us. How many times... Over under two. Over, right, over under two. The amount of times Tony's car either car has like not going to break down. a flat tire or the car breaks down. A flat tire? I've never even had a flat tire. Oh, I, I did because oh, like somebody slashed my tire. Yep. Well, yeah, Shout but... out to you. You know who you are. He probably doesn't listen, but you know you're out there. Well, that's How, over under twice. How many it's times? It's not going to break down at all. How many times? Over under. Uh, I think we at, should be thinking about. I say at least once. What do you think is going to happen? Blow up. It's your car gonna, blows up completely. You gotta, you gotta always what are you going to do then, Tony? What are you going to use your time. atlas for then, huh? I'll use my atlas to walk my way back to civilization. You're not walking that far. Goo and Uber. How do you What's know where we are? How, how much do you think an Uber is from here to Canada? Oh, we did that, man. Yeah, we actually did that. It's like $300. That. Mm -hmm. Only 300 Yeah. I would have done that instead of driving shit. Well, that's going to end the episode. What about a U-Haul? I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll be back on Thursday. Kyle won't be, but we'll be, we'll be back on Thursday. Too many men. Okay. Too many men. Don't let anything distract you from the fact that the only way Tom, uh, the only way Tony Romo can get to a Super Bowl is through the booth at CBS. That's rude. <laughs> but it's That's true. Rude. It yeah. is true. Thank you. So we'll see you all Thursday and share us around. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. We love you, Big Chungus. Yeah.